Eyes up, Guardians. We are live for episode 148 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is Thursday, January the 18th. I am the Destiny bad boy, not Ryan Fox. And I have returned with my fire team, who all of you CCBs know by now. Chad Ocero. Wow, changing it up. That sounds pretty good. Not ready for it, but uh, very excited to get into a lore book today for once. And everybody's favorite hunter, Jared. Yeah, so we got some currency changes that's coming uh, this season and also stuff to look forward to to help bridge the gap till Final Shape. And if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. But don't forget, you can take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. Make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Click the bell, turn on notifications, yada, yada, yada. Follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod. Send us a bunch of friend requests so we can play games together. We did get a twid this week, and it is so back. But before we get into that, let's listen to the intro music from everybody's favorite link who you can find on Twitter at Link of Time G. Conquer's Corner, a Destiny podcast. Wow, Link. Awesome job. Thank you. Jared? All right, everyone. This week in Destiny, January 18th, it's finally back. Uh, It's kicking off with showing if you kind of took some time off, just like Bungie did. Some things you could have missed in game story-wise. That's the big cutscene between Riven and her level, and what they did to uh, escape the Great Hunt. So uh, that's pretty good. And then Crow, um, they made him out as like he made this incredible sacrifice, but in reality, he got to go on an amazing ride, and nobody else did. So um, he went into the portal that would fulfill the 15th wish uh, from Riven. So uh, we're waiting to hear back from him. You think we hear yeah. back from him probably in June? Maybe like yeah. two weeks before June. Okay. Round, During the, round, uh, of the season? The end of May. Yeah, we get like a radio message in the helm. You'd be like, hey guys, I'm in here, dog. And then that's it. Yeah, it's like I didn't bring any toilet paper. Can you bring some through when you come? No. Um, you could just use one of the, the weird <laughs> hands that are coming out of the ground all over the place. You'd have to be. It'd be a little whiny, a little more whiny than that too. I'm sure. All right. Um, with the changes to legendary shards being, you know, de-appreciated. When it comes to next season, basically have no value. Try to spend them while you can this season. The Glimmer cap is going to go up on January 30th. So it's going to go up from 250000 to 500000 So literally doubling. And this Glimmer is still going to be used whenever you have to craft weapons, focus engrams, masterwork weapons, and armor. And then your gear... Um, well, I'll just have the increased capacity to carry the glimmer magically. So they kind of make it to where, like, with that phrasing, it's just like initially our guardian can only carry so much glimmer, even though it's these little data cubes that we act like we're struggling to carry. So, anyways, that's good. I like that that it's going up. Yeah, woo. I mean, you could Big, spend you know, a little bit of legendary yeah. shards. Yeah, how many more you have? How many do you have still to burn through? So, um, there was a couple weeks ago when the gunsmith was selling a dire promise that if you purchased it, you could just destroy it for enhancement course. Ooh. So, I did that. So, I got it down to like a thousand shards. To just like Dang. float for the rest of the season. Yeah, because yeah, you can spend kinda... the 
the shards on the weapon and then you spend the shards to buy glimmer to then continue mm-hmm. to buy the weapon and just mm-hmm. keep that cycle going. Mm-hmm. I missed it that last time. I saw it the day the next day and I was like, dang it. Yeah. Um like I I think I was around I would say ten thousand shards. And that turned into about five hundred of the cores. Yeah. Not too bad. <clears throat> All right. Um this next session of Twid, I have named it Fix Your Face, Sweetheart. Um, if you're not familiar <laughs> with Southern language, whenever I call somebody sweetheart or bless your heart, it's actually like basically cussing you out because you're dumb and stupid. Um, Bungie has now made it to where you can fix your guardian's face uh, inside of Destiny. So if you made you know a bad decision back in Destiny 1 all those years ago, basically almost 10 years now, um, you can go in there and change it. You can change how the, the body, the face, the, um, if it's masculine or feminine, you can change those things. And um, you, you cannot change the race. So if your hunter is awoken, it's going to be awoken unless you want to delete it and start over. Gross. How bad um, is yours? We should probably, you know, <laughs> see how bad they are. But um, no, my like my, pretty bad. Yeah, my hunter is like a very generic XO. Like, there's nothing like really anything about it. You know, I do have one of all three. So the Titan's mm-hmm. a human and the Warlock is Awoken. So I always like going to the Dreaming City on Awoken because you get some different dialogue a little bit here or there because they call you cousin or something like that. But <laughs> Cuz. Unk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. I, my hunter is, that was like my day one, my beta character, and then I made it in, in day one. And uh, he has, blue, it's a human with just blue hair that's like a top knot. And like a tattoo that comes like from the cheek up over the eye and onto the forehead. It's like three lines that come up and angle out. It's so bad, so bad. But at this point, I probably still won't change it. Like I'm just, I just gotta ride with it. I think at this point. Well, the good news is, um, based on the picture, uh, it looks like you can go from body type one or two. Chad's about to get. Thick. <laughs> yeah, my Titan is, yeah. Heck yeah. It's just like it's just like diabetes one and two. Yeah. Type one, type two. Pretty much, yeah. But uh no, my, my Titan's just an XO. So it's like, well the Titan the, the, the Titan uh female armor looks better. So I'm like, yeah, no. Titan's gonna have some hips. And I'm all about that. <laughs> um, the Awoken is this going to stay the same maybe change the hairstyle or something I'm wondering if they're going to add some I don't think they will oh, no way no monetize way. way monetize it monetize it no they, they said they wouldn't the face pack it would, yeah the, not this time around but next season like hey we got this new hairstyle that you can purchase for 300 silver huh what, what hairstyle I mean It'd be cool I mean, if I I'm could just... get if I could get if I could get a mullet and the hair comes out of the back of the helmet. <laughs> like there you I go. think I think that's something I'd spend my eight hundred silver I have. I've or you could just toggle the helmet but... off in gameplay. So you're just mulleting just out sweet, everywhere. Just a sweet, dirty mullet. I can imagine you load into the raid on the witness and you're just <laughs> mullet flowing in the wind. <laughs> Yeah, so they did say this is going to be free, um, the the chains, all of this. Um, so that's good. So uh, I imagined Reddit would have lost their mind if you had to pay for this. Um, I didn't think there was any chance it would be free. Yeah. This is the easiest $10 they could get off of people. And the people that would pay it would pay it multiple times. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if it was just like a hundred silver per time you changed it, um, but yeah, um, but I do foresee some special styles coming that you can eventually pay for. 
that would be the only reason it makes sense to spend the time to fix this now. There's what one mm -hmm. more major expansion mm -hmm. that's planned that we know of. So either they're really <clears throat> planning to extend the life of Destiny Two, and that's part of why I'm like this. This it just seems weird to do like this goodwill thing now. It doesn't it doesn't add up? All right. Next up, it's time to vote again. So Festival Lost, you know, we are nine months away from that kicking off. Um, it's time to vote for what uh, style we want the next ornament set to be. So we have good wizards versus evil wizards. And um, the good wizards more have like a blue like uh, tint to, to most parts of it. And then like a, a cyan blue like in the face and some of the class items. Evil wizards, more darker, more leather. And then they have a a pink, a vibrant pink. I don't know what kind. Of, I don't know my shades of pink very well. Um, that kind of will be traced throughout it, and then on the face and chest. One of these two sets stand out to you, uh, and what one are you going to be voting for? Evil all day. Already voted. Already voted. Evil all night. So here's yeah. The thing. It evil was is so popular. That's actually becoming good. So if you really want to be evil, you would vote for the good wizards. That's yeah. I, I know you're See, trying to spin zone, but it's not going to work. You're not getting that spin zone in. Like I liked uh, the armor aesthetic of the the Titan good one, but I like the evil on the other ones better. So I'm like, because mm -hmm. if if you can sh if you shaded the Titan one, I'd like that the good better. But the other two, I like the evil one better. Really, I just looked at one thing, and that was the hunter, like hat or like, yeah, the sorting hat almost. It's from Harry Potter. The hat cloak. And, yeah, I just like all right. The hunter hat looks rad. better on evil wizard, so I was like, I'll just use that one. Yeah. I uh, I wasn't crazy about the gold or whatever was on the good like that like mm -hmm. gold color. I wasn't crazy about that. That's the that was the primary difference. I wasn't crazy about that purplish pink um, on the evil, but I liked it more than I liked the gold. Uh, Wasn't a lot of difference in the warlock hat, in my opinion. <laughs> it's a little droopy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looks like they're thirty five and older. You know what I mean? But um. The one thing I don't like too much about the evil wizard set is like how pointy some of the stuff is and like pointy boots on the Titan and the warlocks. Like how many times they got to throw these stupid toe points like the elves in on, on, on the boots. <laughs> it, it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. I wish I could get like, you know, that, uh, that gambit, like that snake. I wish I could get some mm -hmm. snake skin boots. Okay, yeah. Or like gator skin or something. I would definitely, I would definitely rock with that if it was possible. All right. Um, next part of the tweet is just talking about how the Wishkeeper mission is in full go, and you need to get that Coast Catalyst done, and there's some additional. Um, this is the last, this is the week I opened up the portal. That's in the last bit. You can go see what's going on with that. So it's actually, you know, go run that yeah, four times. And then one thing I forgot to mention that it's also kicking off on January 30th is the Riven Wishes and Moments of Triumph kicking off on January 30th. Um, we don't really know what the women wishes are going to be, um, but uh, next week's twid will have details on the wishes and moments of triumph. And then probably finally, be, game game probably to get gonna be in that coil again. Oh, yeah. a lot of it. 
Man, I, Why do you hate the coil so much, man? It's a pretty good. I think it's a pretty great seasonal. It's the most rewarding guys don't play activity with me. we've had. Yeah, if, if you get a good team, my blueberry looks awful. I get I every time I go in, I get stuck on the second second boss because Are I'm you the fire only team one that's finding. Alive. No, I'm not fire team finding. That's so your that, issue. That, but again, no, that's my issue. No, my issue is just my luck. I'm even if I fire team find, I might get to the third boss. I might be able to, to smash that third boss. I believe that that would be the case. Hmm. Um, I've had pretty good luck just doing regular queuing and, and getting in there. Uh, I must just be carrying people, I guess. Um, game to give is up and going. So there's a lot of streams that's going on about raising money for kids and the Bungie Foundation. So um, there's lots of different ways to earn stuff and, and what they give. But if you want to get into that, there's some links. There's some T-shirts to go get. There's stuff on the Bungie store, that merchandise to go buy, which is a portion of that money is first going to go towards raising money for kids. I've seen that uh, we'll, the Bungie, the Destiny 2 community is already getting close to a million dollars raised already. I've seen that Jake Lackey already tweeted out about it. So whenever you get attention from... These people that only post, you know, CSGO and Call of Duty clips, it's actually, it's a pretty good, big deal. So, Who was it, who was it that posted it, you said? Jake Lackey, that guy just, he only reports on like gaming news and like streaming uh, news. Yeah. I thought you said Jake Lucky. I was like, is that the dude uh, whose Twitter's name is Jake Sucky? <laughs> that, that <laughs> cracks me up. Like his name is Jake Lucky, but his handle is Jake Sucky. <laughs> All right, uh, that is it for the TWID this week. And now it's time to hear about Zencaster. Hear about the origin story of your favorite podcast, The Conqueror's Corner, a Destiny podcast. About 150 weeks ago, I was talking to the guys. I'm like, hey, well, you guys want to start a Destiny podcast? The one I listen to isn't very good anymore. Both people agree and... You know, I'm trying to like talk it up and I'm like, I'll do the part nobody wants to do and I'll make, I'll do the editing and get it uploaded on the website so that way it shows up. And well, I realized once they agreed to it, I was kind of in over my head. So did some Google searching, uh, stumbled upon Zencaster and it has been a lifesaver. It makes everything super easy. You just get on your browser and you get a high quality podcast right away. Studio quality sound and up to 4K video with your guest. Uh, multi-layered backups. You always have recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection's unstable. So basically the way it works is I get on, I get a link, I send it out to the fellas. They join, and then we check to make sure we got squiggles. And while we are recording, it is kind of uploading as we are recording. So it records everything locally and then uploads it onto... Uh, like Zencaster's website, it also backs up in like a Google Drive if you set it up that way. And I can get in there and uh, have everybody's individual tracks. So if Jared says a cuss word, I can go in and, you know, slice that out and make sure it doesn't show up. Uh, and it makes it sound awesome. Uh, they have a post production you can go through. It makes you sound buttery smooth. It removes ums and ahs and gets everybody's volumes kind of set at the same level. Because if you've ever tried to listen to a podcast with terrible audio, that's the first thing you hear. And I can't make it through more than like, usually like 30 to 60 seconds. I'm kind of at my limit if it doesn't have great audio. So this will set that up for you. So once you're done with that, you can then, they will also host your podcast and put it on Spotify, Apple, other major podcast services. So we do have a special code for you guys. If you go to Zencaster.com slash pricing, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R.com slash pricing and use our code DestinyCCPod, you do get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. This will give you the same easy experience that we have for all of our podcasting and content needs. And if you do sign up, make sure you hit us a link with your podcast and we'll give it a listen and we'll shout it out during this episode, during this part of the episode. So whenever we first got this, I sent Chad over to the website to log in. And Chad, what did it look like when you went over there? 
So once you go to that link uh, that Mr. Not Ryan Fox just gave us, uh, it sends you to a pricing menu. So you can see all of their plans, their pricing right there, plain as day, shows you each of the options and what they come with. And then if you scroll all the way down, you can actually put in a coupon code and you can put in Destiny CC Pod. And right there on the menu, it changes it immediately. So you don't have to click through the menus, make your selections, put in any credit card information or anything like that. It shows it really transparently right there, plain as day, super easy. So once again, um, go to Zencaster.com slash pricing, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R.com slash pricing. Use our code DESTINYCCPOD. Save 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. There is also a link that will be in the description. Jared, back to our normal scheduled programming. All right, now it's time for three likes and three dislikes. This is just something that went on during the week that we liked or disliked happening in gaming. Uh, I'll go ahead and start off with my like, and it's also just a little bit of hopeful thinking. And that's just that moments of triumph will bring some of our buddies back to uh, get some of this stuff done. Hopefully there's like a cool shader or an emblem, ornament, something that's going to draw people back in to one of the, going back through these moments to try up and get stuff done. It usually means going back and playing everything that kind of came out over the year, maybe at least one time. So like, I don't mean Chad I talked about, we're like, we got to get back in and go to the deep and do at least one more arc run and then complete the catalyst for navigator. It's just like, we didn't, we wanted to fade into the dungeon. So we just like, just didn't get some of that stuff done. So <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know. Did, did we do a catalyst run at all in that dungeon? Nope. We all no. got our navigators. I think we all, and that was I think we all got it. We and we're like, nah, <laughs> nah, we, we good. <laughs> so, and we should also have, um, what? So we'll have two raids, two dungeons. So we'll have like Warlord's Ruin, Ghost to the Deep, <clears throat> Crota's End, and. Root of Nightmare. That's what I wanted to say Bow the Disciple, but I knew that wasn't it. Root of Nightmares. <laughs> um, which Root of Nightmares, we all have our seal, right? No, seal you know the three. answer to that question, which is why you're asking. You oh. know the answer. You don't have what it? What are you missing? For those of you that like to listen, Mr. Not Ryan Fox is laughing maniacally because he knows the answer to this question. Uh, my bad, man. I thought you had it. Um, I don't have any of the raid seals almost. Just the old ones. Yeah. we. I, I want to get a Petra's run. Do you think they'll make you do a Last Wish since it was kind of a, a Riven themed? They'll probably make you do a Last Wish and I still need to do Last Wish because I'm missing like 17 different weapon red borders. Uh Okay, listen, I'm always down for Last Wish. I would like to legitimately put in some Petra's Run attempts, though. Like I, we have the team to do it. It was just, we just need to block out like three hours to actually do it. So maybe we just all need to get snowed in and do mm -hmm. it then. <clears throat> so, yeah, man, that should be fun. What's not going to be fun is it's going to make you do some trials and um, that kind of stuff in there, I would imagine. But what I wish it was is I wish it made you do every raid at least once. I think that would be good and drive that community engagement up. We got plenty enough time to do it, you know what I mean? And especially like with Fireteam Finder, I think it'd be cool if there was one that was like you complete a raid with three members of a clan and Fireteam Finder or something like that. Mm. That could be pretty fun to get. So I don't know. Looking forward to it, though. All right, and my like is uh, being able to take the helmet off my hunter in Lightfall. That helmet has been glued on since the option to not take it off has been an option that I figured out. So just it's like two different changes that I'm going to make, and I'm like, cool, we're good. That's it. We're done. Because once, once you do that too, it takes off the, the hood. When you take off the helmet, and I don't want the hood on, but I also don't want the helmet off. So is your, is I'm your good. Titan going to have long hair or short hair? My Titan's an XO. So 
No hair, don't care. If it did have hair, would it have long hair or short hair? Long. What color would it be? Why? Just curious. Hmm. I don't like this line of questioning. <laughs> okay. My like this week is uh definite definite difficult grandmaster nightfalls. So we did decide to hop on the other night and uh quote unquote quickly run a uh Psyops Battleground Cosmodrome Grandmaster Nightfall and I think we beat it on our third attempt. You can watch it all on our YouTube channel. Uh, I believe it's titled uh, "Walk a, as a Walkthrough. So it's more of a walkthrough of what not to do uh, at first. But I did put a comment on there that uh, if you go to the comments and look, it's a link to the time where the winning run starts. So I would recommend you start there. I would not watch the beginning, the other parts, and see how we wiped as a team uh, very embarrassingly. Uh, dislike, I only need one more red border of like the uh, the flower guns <clears throat> from the, uh, what were they, the Vex offensive weapons. Yeah. I need one more like optative or subjunctive or something. And then guaranteed that after once I get, we do the uh, legend, then you're done. Yeah. Yeah. And then once we do the three more runs of Crota. I'm, I, I'll have all the red borders done. And it kind of makes me sad. That was like my primary drive this season or this, this year was to get all those done. Uh, thankfully, the exotic rotator mission, having those like guaranteed red borders in earlier um, in this destiny year really helped me get some of those that I didn't have before. Right. My dislike is that Lore books are still classified in the API, which means I cannot copy and paste them. It is really annoying. I'm like, it's week eight, dude. Why are these still classified? <sighs> Whatever. I think That's it's they've been on Christmas break. They just got back. Somebody just forgot to push the button. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my dislike is going to be only having four options in that first column with artifact. It's really uh, that antivirus sidearm being dead on arrival and just being included in a season that is six months long is just absolute torture is what Bungie has done to us. And then to like make it to where when these genius have anti-barrier, I have to run an exotic with anti-barrier. Or I'm just going to just like, oh, I'll just try to stack up solo hits to get radiant that way. So I might pull out Vex Mythic class and try doing that to get radiant and stuff, but just ridiculous. Like that, that needs to be changed. You could like, just like sidearms more. I mean, I could just be better at the game too. And just like <laughs> not have to play great. And I could just like grind trials and go flawless too. Yeah. That'd be that'd be pretty cool if you could carry us to the lighthouse every week. Mm-hmm. How many? Uh, let's. So, I was thinking, coming up with my like and dislike this week, <clears throat> we got a lot more months of likes and dislikes. <laughs> so, I I feel yeah. like we're gonna, I feel like we're gonna have a lot more dislikes than likes the longer this season goes. Well, we can figure out likes in different ways, you know. Like it, it could be a week like beat ups came out with a new sauce, so that's all like. <laughs> yeah, man, the I wish I had some like. beat ups right now. Some hot Barbie, some teriyaki. I'm surprised how that long it's been killer. in there. I feel like heart barbecue is about to go away. Don't talk like that. <laughs> I, just, I mean, I they're still right, saying but don't talk yeah. like that. He can't jinx anything. That doesn't exist. <laughs> How can him saying that out in the world mean a thing? We're talking about serious stuff like wing flavors, not Chad's mm. chance of getting an exotic. 
All right, I uh, believe that takes us to gambling corner. So, I think the Piper got paid um, in a couple different ways this week. So, gambling corner, my personal favorite uh, segment of the podcast. Uh, each season, each of your uh, each of your favorite podcasters starts off with ten thousand glimmer in the bank and every week we well nearly every week we make bets with our 10,000 glimmer and if at any point we become bankrupt during the season we have to sacrifice weapons out of our vault uh the more valuable or the better the role or the more rare the weapon is um the other two members of the podcast determine what the value of that weapon is to buy back in for it so let's say you have like I don't know off the top of my head, the gnawing hunger that everybody has um, that you can no longer acquire and you were to offer that up, then that would be worth more because gnawing hunger is currently not obtainable in the game, <clears throat> even though everybody has it always. Um, it's mm-hmm. still probably a pretty it. good value. So um, we had a couple outstanding bets currently going on. So, we had the the closest time on our next Crota uh, Crota's end raid. We didn't get that done, so I'm hoping this week we'll get it done. We had uh, the first to get the Warlord's Ruin exotic. Um, and then it looks like there's a special message right below that. But it looks like Chad uh, perhaps uh, got that exotic. So Chad, tell us how it happened. Uh, I, we beat the boss and then I got it. <laughs> cool. And how is it? Do you like it? Do you want to rate it? I haven't it? fired a single shot out of it. <laughs> I like ran it. around looking for green uh, ammo and didn't find it and haven't played since. Cool. Uh, does it look cool when you have it in your hands? It looks cool. It looks really dope. I mean, it's the scorn crossbow, so it's really neat, but, uh, yeah, still don't know how it's, feels don't know how it sounds don't know literally anything about the gun except how it looks maybe next week you can fill us in on you can give us a rating of it from uh oh yeah definitely. let's say from like a, a a if a is the best and let's say mm, go from like a you want to do one to ten or like a a to f scale let's do one ten one to ten one to ten uh, is one high or one low? One low. is low. One okay. sucks. Or if, if you would rather do that, we can do tiers. You can put it in like uh, S tier, A tier, B tier. One to ten. Okay. Make it too complicated. Give me, give me <laughs> numbers. <laughs> the last bet that we got paid off was our Grandmaster Nightfall run we discussed earlier. Um, we did total deaths, and I guessed eight. Chad guest 11 jared guest seven and there were a lot there were 19 and that was in our fourth run i think we were all just kind of trying to get it done one of us may have died (laughs) double the other two maybe um we'll let you guys figure that out watch a video uh if you wish to figure that out that's only counting the winning run that's not even counting our loser runs that we had so um current standings Chad has 20,000 Glimmer. Jared and I each have 5,000. Pretty sure Chad's won every single bet that we've had. Yep. And we are going to have to buy back in this season, it seems. At least one of us, probably both of us, and probably twice, if I had to guess at this rate. Because Chad will slow play it and won't won't do anything to Mm -hmm. put himself in jeopardy. So I was thinking about it, Fox. I, th- I know I have two weapons that you just absolutely just can't get anymore. So that's that gnawing hunger, okay. the overflow rampage. That everybody and has? It, yep. And then the other one that everybody has is the created role of Nation of Beasts, the outlaw dragonfly. Yeah. Oh, have- no, that one's not real. Mm, yeah. I've heard so, of that, but it's not real. It, it's crazy. They took that role away with the crafted role. Like the, you can't even craft it. You can't you can't yeah. even get that so like it's literally impossible to get now even though nation of beasts is in the game yeah so 
Those would have to be like eight or nine thousand dollar. No, I think those are tens. Are they tens? That's, they might, a defin- they might, that's a definition. They might be tens. It's literally, you know, I'm fine with those being tens, but I don't know. I don't know if I could give them up because <clears throat> stupidly, the last time I cleaned my vault out, like two seasons ago, I had like three of those curated <laughs> Nation of Beasts in the vault and cleared them out because I <laughs> needed space for my, uh, you know, 114th god roll of some weapon that i'm never going to use so that was really dumb on my part i think i have like one of each of those in the vault and i really don't want to get rid of them but we'll see we'll see how it goes i'm sure there's like a couple of adept raid weapons that not going to use i mean they gotta be worth something like three or four but yeah yeah i have like a the Root of Nightmares, uh, what is it, like, Acacia's, whatever the, the trace, um, rifle. trace Rifle is, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of trash. But, you know, we're, we are going to be SEAL Team 3 in here, so mm-hmm. we might be able to, might want to hang on. But, like, the other issue is I'm, like, pretty close to the point of needing to do a vault clear out, mm-hmm. but I don't want to do it. <clears throat> because I feel like I'm about to be bankrupt. So that's kind of where I'm standing. I do, but we, we do have a we bet. need a bet. Yeah. We need a bet for this week. So what if we um two things. We we know that we're doing a star crossed because we have to we have one more for that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do you have any sort of idea for a Starcross bet, or would you rather um, the other thing that I had uh, kind of thought was um, a coil run where we try to guess the score? Okay. Oh, that one's more interesting. the The only thing that I would say about the uh, the uh, the Starcrossed is. If we went in on our on our third character, not our main, not our secondary, we went in on third characters, and then maybe guessed for for time. What is what's ever my guess. third character is a hunter for sure, like way He's definitely a hunter. hunter. I would. It's so close. I'll have to like try to go find something to tell me because I'll just go in spurts to where like I'll play hunter like you know seventy five percent of the time, and then the other twenty five percent for like two weeks would be warlock, and then the next two weeks would be a titan. So yeah, but I think it's titan for this season. I think it's titan is number three because some braces are so broken. Yeah. So whichever you guys want to do is is fine with me. I'm sure we could do one and then do the next one later. I don't. The only bad part is if I do star crossed on my third character, do I have like if I if I'm not caught up on that quest, am oh, I still going to get credit? No, you're right. Yeah. Well, because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Because the only way we can find out is if you that. load in. Because if you load in and go to Mara and she has the quest at the 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 current step, then you're like, okay, I'm good. But we don't know that until after the podcast so yeah um we let's throw up i can pause it let's throw a pause on i'll check real fast all right we're back after that short pause so uh after a quick load in on my hunter we are able to do the current uh quest step so we will be doing it on our third characters and what did we decide we want to do? Uh, did we want to do time? Deaths? Closest time for the legends? Closest time for the legend. I don't even know what our other... I don't recall either. Because you don't get the mission end like summary on that. You'll have to do an API thing. Oh, you have to see activity? Like see... Mm-hmm. The last activity, yeah. how long it took? Yeah, that we'll have to take into account the um the 
the portal thing. Because I think mm. we'll have to subtract uh, two the minutes. The mission timer still does it at the, the end. mission timer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, Chad, it, it, listen. It like, you're going to have to go first for the next bit because you have such a lead. So <laughs> whether it's fair or not, it doesn't matter. You're going first for the next several. Um, well, if we're all on our worst characters and we don't have a well. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be two hunters and a titan. Just one bonk and a bunch of shooty boys. Um, gosh. Go, okay. What's what's the boots, Chad, that makes sun sparks that helps your teammates? Uh, uh, Phoenix Cradle. Phoenix Cradle. Yeah, because then you can, everybody can yeah. get sunspots. The yeah. buff. I have been having fun with the um shards shards of galanor mm-hmm. with the uh with the all the stuff that's going on with solar you can get that super back real fast um okay i'm just gonna throw 50 minutes <clears throat> jared you want to go second this week or second next week uh, I'll go second next week. All right. I'm going to say 51 minutes. Okay. Um, I'm going to leave Chad a little bit of space here because I think we're going to be a lot better than what y'all are thinking. But I'm going to go like 42 minutes. Okay. <laughs> a little bit of space. <laughs> What, what that's minutes. Me? That's minutes of space, dude. Yeah, when I he mean, has I, a whole forty-two I ahead, could, I could have went forty-nine. <laughs> could have went forty-nine. It's true. It's true. You're not. And alive. I could have went. I could have went fifty-oh-one, which I did very much consider. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So that's uh, gambling corner. Chad is kicking our butts, but sometimes that's the price you pay. Um, scared money don't make no money. If I ever go broke, I'm gonna take your money, Meek Mill. <laughs> um, so that takes us to the war. What you got for us this week, Chad? All right. So this week, we are going to be getting into the Dragon Slayer's lore book. Uh, very long ex- excerpts from that. So it's going to be a three-parter, uh, two chapters a piece. So we're going to start off with the first chapter, Valis Forge's Prologue. We need not see these local administrations as challenges to the Empress's rule, Counselor Tarun said to the assembled war council. In truth, they may be keeping the whole fleet from descending into anarchy. I don't give war beasts turd if they are, sneered Valis the Arg. This is treason. We should dispatch a legion to reestablish order. A murmur of agreement bubbled up from the assembled cabal commanders. Empress Keitel regarded the handful of holographic blips hanging over the council table. They represented refugees from her sundered homeworld, adrift on massive starships in deep space. The remainder of their entire civilization reduced to digital aspects. And what say you, Valis Saladin? the Empress asked. We have a saying on Earth. The Iron Lord replied, There are two ways to move a war beast, with a chunk of flesh or with your fist. The situation calls for both. The assorted commanders grunted in assent. So it shall be, the Empress declared. Tarun, dispatch a shipment of goods immediately with all luxuries included. If conservation of resources is the pretext for their authority, let us remove it. Valis the Rog, she continued, you shall be my fist. Send an echelon to guard the shipment from fallen raiders. Reassert my authority in no uncertain terms. The Empress stamped her foot lightly on the ship's deck. The matter was settled. Very well, Tarun said. Our next item is... The counselor stopped mid-sentence, interrupted by a pleasant ringing octave that seemed to come from inside her own head. Everyone in the council perked up. They heard it too. They turned their attention to the closest doorway. Optus Quarix, the Empress said, her voice laced with concern. Come in. The telepathic tone dissipated. The scion entered, her lone eye 
unshielded by a helmet. Gradually, a series of images bloomed in the Council's imaginations. The Witness. Portal. Savathun. Eris Morn. Wishing Wall. Spire. Eggs. Ahamkara. Riven. Riven. The room was gripped by tense silence. Keitel had avoided bringing up the Witness thus far because, despite their best efforts, the Cabal were helpless to breach the portal. The Empress knew that the resulting feeling of impotence made her commanders rash. They were ill-accustomed to dread. At least now they had a path forward. The Vanguard has a habit of playing with forces they cannot hope to control, Counselor Tharek muttered. The fact that they are re- the fact they that we are resurrecting the Ahamkara at all is proof they can be controlled, Saladin replied coolly, or at least eliminated. Ah, yes, the Empress said, your famed great hunt. If I recall the mythkeeper Azcha's lessons, you were integral to their execution. Is that not so? It is, Saladin replied with reluctance. The Ahamkara were deemed too dangerous to live, so we killed them. Valis the Rog shrugged impatiently. The Cabal would have done the same. You would have tried, Saladin fired back sternly, and failed. Among the Cabal, only the Scions truly understand the Anthem Anthemae. The rest of you would have ended up in prisons of your own making. There is nothing the Cabal cannot conquer with or without the Scions. Kyle shot back. You would do well to remember that, Lord Saladin. Saladin weighed his strategic position. Of course, Empress, he deferred. My apologies. Kaidal pushed forward. Tell us some tales of these wish dragons. We would be wise to study our foe. Saladin sighed inwardly. This was not a period of history he gladly recounted. As you wish. Next chapter, The Iron Lord's Tale. Lord Timur wade forward into the shallow pool that rings the islet listening attentively to the rhythmic lapping of the water. There is a gentle artifice at work here. Each step he takes, however clumsy, stirs a repeating, too-perfect echo of the small, small noise. A recording, or an isolated memory? A mimetic transmission cued to overwrite every other sound in the vicinity. He wonders if the last poor villager to come this way wished for peace and quiet. The sound starts again. Timur turns. The Ahamkara lunges at him from the side, its glistening bulk emerging from a span of water too shallow to have ever contained it. Through a shower of black-green liquid, Timur sees his wedge-shaped maw open like a flower. Into all that displaced pond water, Timur summons void. A row of cavitation bubbles bursts along the underside of the Ahamkara in a cascading shockwave of pale violet fire. It unseams the Ahamkara at the joints and Timur's lungs nearly cave in. What's less left of the Amkara crawls to the edge of the islet, panting raggedly. Timur bends to slap once, experimentally, at the surface of the lake. He hears the alarm call of a bird from deeper in the trees. Closer by, he hears Lord Colavance call his name. Timur wades closer to the Amkara. Don't you want to know if you're right? The dragon snickers even as it dies. Don't you want to ask me about Clovis Bray? Don't you want to know? He resents the question. I know I'm right, Timur says, but he does want to know. He wants to ask, and badly. He wants. During the entire time he waits for the creature to expire, by the time he has to bite down on his tongue, he is seated on the bank, tipping sludge out of his boots when Lord Colavance catches up with him. I called out to you, Lord Colavance says, his, his student equal parts apoplectic and sullen. Perhaps he wanted to fell the beast himself. I know, Lord Timur replies. I had it handled. He lets fondness warm his tone. He'll let Colavance tell the village that their great beast has been slain and bask in the gratitude that follows. Timur's mind is already elsewhere. There is so much more important work to return to, a future to construct from nothing. Let Nerwin and her ilk obsess over their bestiaries. Did you talk to it? Lord Colavance asks. It mentioned Colvis Bray. Timur doesn't say. The taste of copper fills his mouth. No. They walk back in silence. So, it sounds like in this book, 
we're going to be getting a lots of bedtime stories from old Sally Pooh um, telling to the uh, the cabal. But I like that he 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 gives gives him a jab in the ribs. Says, "No, you guys would have died. The scions would have had a handle, but you guys would have died." <laughs> All right, that takes us to the mailbag. And with here, we got some listener questions or maybe just some topics that's come out through the week that we uh, want to answer to uh, for you all. First question here. Was there enough time between twids that you legitimately, you legitimately forgot when was coming out today? Yes. Uh, no, I... I remember it was coming out today. I remember um, I was sitting down for lunch today. I was like, "Oh, I have a should have a tweed twid to uh, to look at when I get off work." Um, no, because I've been looking forward to getting some kind of news today. I wrote it on my calendar at work. <laughs> I realized whenever we got a text message from the Dokoro that said, uh, "What did it say?" Something about the helmet doesn't have to stay on anymore. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think that's boys. Right. We will finally be able to make our characters not look like train wrecks. My bad, that's what it said. <laughs> so, there we go. Uh, yeah, agreed. Fix your face. Question two: Are you going to modify the appearance of your guardian? Kind of touched on this. I I don't think I'm going to just out of principle. Uh, Hunter and Titan are going to become Finnemon because they are smaller. Um, smaller hitbox, smaller hitbox, smaller hitbox, maybe. Um, Titan's definitely, definitely going to become feminine and some slight changes because of the exo stuff. I want to see all the options, I can't remember them. Um, my Hunter, I think there's only two things I need to change on him. I think he's fine. Uh, my Warlock. Probably not. Warlock's probably going to stay the same. I do. I do want to give everybody one piece of advice. <clears throat> do not do this the first second it becomes available. Let the rest of the community determine if this is going to delete your character or <laughs> anything like that. Uh, yeah. Do not do it until Let someone else other work out the bugs first. It. Don't don't <laughs> don't get on right at reset and do this. Let everybody else do it and then make sure there's no complaints of people having issues with uh, move all the your, weapons your and character. armor of your character. <laughs> Just have nothing but blues yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're just joking about hitboxes. Um, it does look smaller, but every character has the same hitbox, no matter what armor or shape you have on. Allegedly. Uh, question three. Uh, this is a weird question. Jared's hero, Paul Tassi, had an interesting tweet earlier this week, which led to an article he wrote for a finance and investment magazine. What was your first thought whenever you saw it? Um, so I, I saw this question, and being the great podcaster I am, I investigated a little further and went in. And uh, the article... The, the main quote says, uh, the game has reached a point where the missions and expansions for, and DLCs Bungie put into the content vault have been in the content, the content vault longer than they were in the game in the first place. As in, there have been 1,161 days where the content was out of the Destiny 2 vault to the Beyond Light expansion, which was now released 1,162 days ago as of yesterday. So uh, that was a uh, destiny bulletin apparently is where he got that data. So <clears throat> basically things have been in the content vault longer than they were in the game. How does that make you feel? Um, I think it's kind of just funny at this point, the life cycle that this game has gone through. Um, looking back, maybe that, I mean, clearly they couldn't have done it with the financials that they come out, but Bungie should have took a year off and made a Destiny 3 or Destiny Forever and then, like, 
Shadow Keep On was going to be the new destiny moving forward. It's like that's when they broke off from Activision and all that stuff. You know, um, maybe they could have made it to where Destiny Two. You could have brought the weapons over to Destiny Three, so people didn't lose everything. But then you could just like flip back and forth between games. But yeah, just uh, this is funny at this point that what this exists because it just breaks other people's brains when you tell them that like, yeah, I purchased. You know, Destiny 2 Vanilla, and it had a campaign. Like, well, how do you play the campaign? You can't. It's, it doesn't exist anymore. But you paid it's for no it. no longer with us. No, I, I realized I paid for it, but it, it's gone. And it, it's just in the vault. I'm, I feel like I'm kind of at the age to where I don't understand the internet anymore, like all the way. Because I, I, I feel like all of us are there. Like we understand that the stuff that went out, you know, like all the seasonal content. Could you imagine if all that stuff was still in? Like how bloated this game would be right now, and you know, like that stuff had to go. But it's like people just want to hate on it, like just to hate on it. Like they don't really need a good reason. It's just people just want to hate on stuff, mm-hmm. and I just don't understand that. So I don't think the stuff needs to be in there. But other people, it seems, I think I'm in the minority. Like, other people don't seem to really feel that way. So, I think with hindsight being 2020, as Jared said, the best thing would have been to have a Destiny 3 and then just left Destiny 2. But obviously, that wasn't an option because as they they were self-publishing and self-developing the game, you know, they, they, they wouldn't have been able to go a year without any source of income or probably, probably needed like two or three years. Truth be told. Yeah. I agree with Jared. So, okay. How about this? You, you could reach into the vault and you could pull one thing out of the vault. What, what are you pulling out? One, one activity one yeah. thing to do, one Yeah, thing. just one thing. Yeah, it could be a raid. It could be like campaign. Yeah. It could be a zone. What are you pulling out? Oof. Oof. Um, okay, for me, what I'm... Idea? Yeah, what I'm pulling out of the vault, from that one thing, it's, scour- it's Scourge of the Past. Like I, I love that raid. I, it's, you can get okay. it done in twenty minutes. It's got a sparrow race in it. The weapons, I love those weapons. Uh, like that's what I'm pulling out. Yeah, that was definitely a great raid. And it'd be fun to see what kind of damage numbers you'd get with the weapons mm-hmm. and the the meta as it is now. Yep. Uh, definitely interesting. Um, shoot, that's definitely really high up there. Darn it! I, I mean, maybe. Uh, what's the what's the what's the Mercury one that that everybody loved the the seasonal activity? Oh, oh, oh my sundial? gosh, sundial, with all the rewards and making them craftable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a wasn't there like a good solar linear fusion or something in that season? Yeah, yeah line in the sand. Yeah, but it it got sunset before linears ever yeah. became good. <laughs> yeah, yeah that. Yep, that guy might have been balling though. Ryan was holding on that. to it. He was like, "I got <laughs> yeah. this thing. It's so good." And we're all like, "Okay, <laughs> so Ryan. Good. All right." He's like, "It's so good." Uh, the thing I would pull out just because it would give the most content would be the Leviathan with the raid layers. Um, oh, okay. Like the Castellum, then you would be able to get like the Leviathan raid plus the the other two layers that were there with it. Um, that would be the thing, but really, I think they should have mm. kept all the raids. Um, Scourge, Scourge was good. Leviathan was good. Le- Leviathan was okay. It's a good starter raid, uh, but like it being double primary, could you imagine like Gallahorn and five oh, rockets? Man, it'd be like, fun to it'd be fun to tear through do. now. Um, yeah, Leviathan's good for teaching for not for teaching. It's good for for building team coordination really well. Um, everybody has each to encounter. Everybody has to do stuff and everybody has to take turns. Like each encounter is like you're in twos 
and you're both doing something consistently. So forcing people out of their comfort zone, which I think is why people didn't like Leviathan as much. Yeah, the because gauntlet. it made you do something. Dude, the gauntlet just Oh, dude, the gauntlet is where you figured out your weakest links every time. I see I hated the garden the with the dogs. Mm. I hated that one. I think that one's if you didn't just have too somebody slow. if you didn't have somebody that could <laughs> that could lead that 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 bottom part, like dude, it was a nightmare. And for I couldn't lead it. Like for whatever reason, like I was just always just a the fog was just enough to throw me off like yeah. one turn too soon or whatever. Like couldn't do it. I wish I could, I but that was in my head. Could you imagine yeah. if, if you did that with six, six strand Titans, it's like already every, everybody pick a dog. Uh, you don't have any stacks and you just go everybody tractors and then just blows it up. Yeah. God, that'd be so much fun to just absolutely annihilate those dogs. And then uh, Eater of Worlds and Spire of Stars. I really like oh, yeah. Spire of Stars. I think I was the only person that did. I think you uh, could skip the I opening. Was, yeah, that was a lot of like getting the ball from point A to point B just to get to that. Yeah, and then getting the other There's ball two from boss point encounters. A to point B. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. two boss encounters I always thought were pretty fun, but everybody yeah, else you could do just a, a, a boss, boss room the whole time. Just make it a boss room only. I wasn't crazy about, um, was it Argos? Was that the name of the final boss of yeah. Eater of Worlds? Yeah. I wasn't super crazy about that because like the people that I ran it the most often with, they all did all the, all the shooty parts. So I was just like ad clear and like damage. Wow. I was never one of the crystal shooters or whatever. So I didn't know that one super, super well, but one of those, it might have been Spire that had the shot. Was did Spire have the shotgun, or did Eater have the shotgun? So it's like Zenith of your kind, or something like that. I think oh, was the name of it. Uh, Spire. I think I'm pretty sure that was Spire. Yeah, that shotgun was was good back in the day. That would be my choice. All right, uh, probably just an honorable mention than the menagerie. There's a lot of casuals out there that are super, so happy with that with that activity. But, you know, at the start of it, you could really dupe all them weapons. Like if, the, if the duping wasn't at the start of menagerie, it probably would have been looked about, back on as so fondly. Yep. Yeah, the duping was hilarious. Uh, question right. four, how did you choose your gamertag slash online alias? Like a nerd. Uh, I think like most people, like a nerd. What um, alias? The gamer tag. Uh, dude, I've had this gamer tag since since I joined the internet. Um it's uh Chato is is a character in in an amine. And then and then Cero is Spanish for Zero, which is a Mega Man character who's a bad mother trucker. He's cool. Yeah. I like him. I mean, come on! Yeah. You you go a shooty he's, game with a sword. He's cool. He's the red. He's the red guy, right? Yeah, he is the red guy. Yeah, yeah he's not as good as the blue guy. Um, <clears throat> I got mine. I used to. Uh, I used to know a guy named Ryan Fox, and since I wasn't him, uh, I'm not Ryan Fox. Yeah, uh, I didn't want to try to remember another name, so I just put Jared down. Oh, but you had X's uh, and numbers like yeah, a real so gamer did, back in the day. He did have he did have those X's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's discuss those X's. <laughs> yeah, the first letter was low lowercase X and then yep, Jared. Has to be. And then space. And then two eight was like at the time I was probably like eleven years old. Number. It was my baseball <laughs> number. It literally was. And then another lowercase X, so I you know be I could get the, the name in there. So was was Jared Space Twenty Eight already taken? Yes. Uh, and then the X's, the gamer X's. Did you did you think about putting O's after the X's? No. The only thing I thought of putting was um, I's or L's. Sixty nine. Uh, yeah, just to really, really bookend it there for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was All so right. smart at eleven years old, you know. Yeah, I feel you. I named mine after a person that's not even me. 
So uh, <laughs> time to pick a number between one for a hundred. What's your guys' number? Twenty-eight. What's up, Moon Wizard? Well, thirty-four. All right, uh, Moon Wizard in the chat. Give us a number one through a hundred. We're gonna do a, a random number generator roll here. I am gonna mm-hmm. say uh, sixty-two for uh, Homie Stewart. All right, third roll, roll one, roll two, roll three. Oh, so close. 52 is the answer. 52 was the roll this week, the number. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at DestinyCCPod. Send us a bunch of friend requests so we can play games together. I'm going to let these other two guys sign off. Um, Starcrossed, Grandmasters. That's what's going to be going on. If you want to do that stuff, hit us, hit me up. And send in your lore questions. We only got, I think I only got like four, four or five pods left of lore content set. So any questions you got in the next month, send them in. Uh, as always, go cats. Love you guys. <laughs>